and welcome to another episode of the Spartan Gradcast, enlightening students through graduate education at Norfolk State University. I am your host, Chelsea Martin, and this week I am joined by a fellow grad student, Ms. Octavia Johnson. Welcome, Octavia. Hey. <laughs> uh, we are lucky to have you. We are going to get into some good stuff, but first things first, Octavia, would you mind telling us what your classification is and what you're studying here? And also what your undergrad degree is in because you're a graduate student. So obviously you have degrees before you got this degree so, or getting this degree. So. <laughs> right, right. So I am a grad student here at Norfolk State University. I'm studying in the media and communications department. Um, um, I had a undergrad degree prior to coming here at the University of North Carolina at Pembroke, and I had a journalism degree. I also was minoring in creative writing. So do you think that your undergrad degree, do you think that what you majored in for undergrad determined what you were going to major in for your grad degree? Because there are some people who got their undergraduate degree in one thing and then completely switched course and, you know, changed, not to, no pun intended, but, you know, completely switched course and switched gears and, like, went into a completely different field for their master's degree. Oh, absolutely, because when I was in undergrad, I originally was just going to go straight into working, but then I spoke with my advisor about it, and she said, well, you know, you can get funding to go into grad school, because that was my main concern. I was like, well, let me work first so that I can pay for grad school, but yeah, I definitely... Uh, encouraged myself even into going to the graduate program, whether it was here in Virginia or North Carolina. I preferred Virginia so I could be in-state, but absolutely. And what made me do that was the fact that I really enjoyed my time of being in a mass comm program back at my undergrad, and I felt like I could continue to learn more by going into the grad program here yeah, 100%. And especially because now, um, and Dr. Hacker actually brought it up in another episode that we recorded, a lot of jobs nowadays, you need a master's degree to even get your foot in the door. So it's kind of like, it's, it's definitely better to equip yourself with the necessary skills to get that job, to get that money. Because if you were to start work directly out of undergrad, you might not necessarily get the same, obviously you wouldn't get the same job that you would get as a master's, but it would take a little bit more time to get to that position that you can automatically step into once you get your master's with that education and with that experience. So 100%, I agree with that. But outside of class, what are some of your responsibilities? Like, do you have a job? Do you, Are you interning anywhere? Like, tell me what is on your plate right now? Okay, so I'm going to try my best <laughs> to go through the whole entire <laughs> thing. All right, um, so I'm going to start off of how I even got into grad school, right? Uh, I'm currently the graduate assistant at the Office of Graduate Studies. I help with the student recruitment portion of how we handle with students, whether it's prospective students or even students who they currently uh, were accepted, but they're still asking questions about different things. So it can be between those two. I'm also the secretary for the National Association of Black Journalists, the NSU chapter. I also am the historian for the Graduate Student Association, and I also intern for the radio station here as the social media content intern. 
Plus on top of all that, <laughs> I also am working with Tori Reed and Patrick A. Howell on their podcast and handling their social media. So coming all together with that, I, I do a lot. <laughs> Yeah, you got you got a lot on your plate, like and, right. and, and like we and we were joking around, Dr. Webin and I we were joking around about um, the fact that for this podcast, like I'm hosting, I'm producing, I'm you know social media behind the scenes and stuff like that. So I wear a lot of hats, but apparently you wear more hats than I do. <laughs> um, so. Oh, I actually forgot. I also I also write still. So I have my own website, which is Johnson News as well. So that's so, like, on top of that. So you're like the perfect person to talk to about this. Because <laughs> this week we're talking about maintaining or setting up uh, for people yeah. who have no idea where to start to set up their work-life balance. Because I know for me, I'm a type of person where like if I sometimes, especially when it comes to like professional stuff, I have a problem with saying no. So it's a situation where like it'll be to a point where I'll just take on projects, take on projects, take on projects. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. This is cool. Like I got my calendar. I can, you know, like color code stuff so that I know what's due when and who needs what and stuff like that. But then it comes to a point where I get so overwhelmed that I have to start, you know, scraping some stuff off my plate. Like mm, I need to cut back on my hours here or I need to like drop this project completely. So what would you say is your favorite self-care activity to kind of like unwind from all of the, the hectic activities? Like how do you unplug? Absolutely. So when I was in undergrad, I had issues, real issues with unplugging. So when I got into grad school, that became my like number one thing was figuring out how to unplug. Um, I wish I could just turn my phone off completely, but (laughs) let's start there. But um, if I'm being honest, I think my thing is to do what I think some people do when it comes to just decompressing. And that's just watching other things outside of your own work related uh, stuff. So for me, I like to watch a lot of documentaries. I'm not going to lie. I think I watched a lot this past semester. Um, yeah. I'm starting to think it's a habit now, but it helps because it takes my mind off of work and I can actually pay attention to other things that's going on. Like currently I was looking at Firefest. Um, I didn't realize how bad that was. And I remember. Oh, yeah. About Fi- I, actually, yeah. I actually wrote about Firefest for my grad really? application, like because they they were asking, like, you know, like, what do you plan on doing with your degree? I said not right. doing what they did for Firefest. I was just <laughs> like the social media strategy. I plan to not do that. It got me right. in. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand. But even with um watching that, I was sitting down. I was like, uh, if I. I'm thinking like on a journalist perspective, if I was a journalist, I would have been all in by asking questions based off of like, uh, probably even beyond what they put in the documentary. I would have been like, yo, I need to see some receipts of people claiming that they paid for stuff, but it really wasn't paid. I, I need to see everything. So it that particular documentary, like just shot the mess out of me. Okay. So What's one piece of advice that you wish that somebody had given you, even like during undergrad, or you can utilize during your graduate school experience uh, when it came down to finding your work-life balance? 
Oh, absolutely. What I wish somebody would have told me is like, hey, don't take on too much. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like what's been pushed on us is you want to get as much experience as you can, but nobody really says, okay, but you don't want to take on too much. And, and now you're sitting here stressing out. They wait until after you take on too much to tell you, hey, don't take on too much because you're going to stress yourself out. So my advice would just be in for anybody out there is if you do have a lot of hats, like how me and you have, just make sure you make it clear to everybody who you're working with, really hone in on what's important and put those priorities first, and then go into everything else that can literally wait. Because the last thing you want to do is stress yourself out. I'm about to graduate this semester. I'm not stressing myself out at all. Bro, you and me <laughs> both. Like, I'm, right. not, I'm not trying to, like, first of all, especially with this being our last semester, um, you know, like the way that our graduate program has been set up, especially with COVID, um, you know, there's been a lot of uncertainty, you know, at one point, all of our classes were virtual, everything was online. Um, and now we're starting to get back, I'm not going to say back to complete normal, but some semblance right. of normal. So like, you know, we have uh, classes that are in person, you know, we're starting to have student organizations meeting in person. We're starting to have a couple more events on campus. Um, so it's like, you wanna be able to look back on your on your graduate school experience and not just look, like just not just remember the academics. Like you wanna be able to say, oh yeah, I remember homecoming or I remember alumni weekend or something like that. Like you don't necessarily have to, you know, party and, you know, not remember, remember, but you know, just, <laughs> Be, have the experiences to look back on like yeah I had fun you know I had friends um yep. you know there were some days that I woke up at you know 10 o'clock instead of having to get up at 6 30 every morning like so <laughs> I, it's it's definitely important like you said to prioritize what's important um and not to run yourself ragged because burnout is a real thing especially yep. when you get closer to graduation you feel as though you're running out of time but in all honesty, you're not, you know, like, yes, the, I, it's an important milestone that you're like, you know, quickly approaching, but like you should pace yourself and just make sure that you, you know, have all the tools necessary and, you know, just kind of scan the surroundings, <laughs> you know, right. proceed with caution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause undergrad was terrible. I've had burnout in undergrad yeah. and that's what made me not even want to go down that route anymore when I went to grad school and sometimes like it, maintaining that balance is knowing when to rest oh, like yeah. for me I know that if I had it my way I would just keep working and keep working and keep working because I have moments where I like will zone out and the next thing I know like I'll sit down at my laptop at 12 o'clock like in, in the middle of the afternoon next thing I know I look up at six o'clock and it's dark out so right. you know you need to let your let your brain rest which I know for some of us, especially people who have anxiety, yeah, that, that's not a... <laughs> so we have a tradition, well, we're starting the tradition, where every week we have um, a tagline for the Spartan Gradcast. And every week we have our guests sub out a new word. So like our first week, the tagline was embodying graduate education at Norfolk State. And then last week, Dr. Hacker decided to switch it out for enlightening students through graduate education. 
So you don't necessarily have to stick to the E words. It's just happening to turn out that way. (laughs) Right. Um, So what would your word be to describe the Spartan GradCast, to describe your graduate education and and stuff like that? Right. Oh, that's a good question. Because I I feel like graduate education is such on another level of undergrad. So I would say like probably exploring new experiences here at NSU. I feel like the whole point of graduate school was to introduce you to a different experience because yeah, you got like undergrad and then you have your time there for being four, well, some people three years, but Right, for the PhD, I think it's like three or four years, maybe longer. (laughs) Right, you got like um, your whole three to four years and then you get into grad school it's like, it's just, it's always going to be different. I, I could go down the list, honestly, but I know the top things is just the work that you do and how basically you're supposed to accomplish it and uh, complete it. So, and even the stuff that you learn as well too is, is a whole different ballgame than undergrad. So I definitely would say exploring new experiences here at NSU for the grad cast. You know, I, I should tell people like, look, when you come on this gradcast, you have to have an E word handy because it's just coming up E. Right. Just like give me an E word. And if you can't think of one, I'll give you a thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Octavia, for joining us this week. We can go ahead and end it right there. Another Spartan gradcast episode is in the books. And we're just getting started. This is only episode three, I think it is. Like, we're just getting started. This is, we're just going to keep coming and coming and coming and coming. Uh, Be sure to stay tuned for more content that's coming up as we continue to navigate all things grad school. And we'll see you next time. The Spartan Gradcast is a production of the Office of Graduate Studies at Norfolk State University, led by Dr. Desi Hacker. Today's episode was produced by Ms. Chelsea Martin with royalty-free music provided by Ivy Music.